Just a quick content warning before we start today's episode, there is mention of sexual violence, murder, and gore. So if you're not okay with that, now is your time to click off. But other than that, let's start today's episode. Uh, hi guys, welcome back. Um, now we're in season two of Archer Detectives. Yeah. <laughs> Today I'm here with Maggie. Um, hey, hi, hello. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Unfortunately, um, Amani, Lauren, and Melina couldn't be with us because now they're in college. Which oh is my god. Kind of crazy to think about. But um, a big difference is that we're no longer um, filming on like Zoom calls anymore from our homes. Now we're um, actually in the studio back at school. And it's nice being, like, in person and, like, um, using better equipment <laughs> other Hashtag than my computer. so true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm really excited. It Me just feels too. so, like, much, like, nicer. Um, and I feel like people can hear us better. I feel like yeah. there's n- not going to be any more dog barking. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, I would have to tell my dad. I was like, I'm recording, so please don't come in my room. Yeah. Okay. So, um... Today, we're going to have Maggie start off on her case. <laughs> okay, so today I'm going to be talking about the Flynn and Isles Lighthouse. It's more of just a mystery, so there's nothing, like, gory or anything. Um, so this lighthouse, it was built between 1895 and 1899. Um, it was finished by, like, December of 1899. Um, it was built on... I'm totally probably not gonna say this right Eileen Moore um which are isles in Scotland um and so the first strange like happening was like a year after it um was finished being built um December 15th 1900 so a traveling boat um reported that the lighthouse was not um operating in like a storm it was like poor weather conditions so, um, you know, they got to shore and they reported that, um, that the lighthouse did not work. So at the time there were three men who were operating, like running the lighthouse, um, James Ducat, Thomas Marshall, and Donald MacArthur. And then there was a fourth man, but I don't know his name, so, um, I can't tell you that. Uh, so... They, um, all lived on, like, well, all three of those men lived in the lighthouse at the time. Um, so a crew, uh, named, what was it named? Uh, sorry, brain. What? Sorry. Ah, so a crew, um, on a ship was, uh, sent to go, like, find out what happened. Because obviously if it's not operating, then there's something wrong. Um, This crew was called the Hesperus. Um, That's their ship. But I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Not going to lie. And so uh, Joseph Moore um, was the relief keeper. um, And he uh, found the um, entrance gate, like, to the like grounds of the lighthouse um unlocked like or like they were closed but they were unlocked um the beds in the lighthouse were not made which was not typical um and the clock in the lighthouse stopped um so returning to um the rest of the boat with this ship the rest of the Hesperus 
um, with this news. Um, he went back up to the lighthouse with, um, like, two more people from the Hesperus um, to search further. And it revealed that, like, all of the lamps had been cleaned and refilled and a set of, like, oil skins, which is something that, like, people would use to, like, prevent from getting their socks wet and their pants wet and everything. Um, a, p a pair of those was found. Um, like, which means that, like, someone left the lighthouse without wearing them. Um, because there was no one around. Um, and so there was no sign of any of them, um, inside or on the island at all. So, Moore, Joseph Moore, and, um, three volunteer seamen... <laughs> <laughs> were uh they were left they were left on the island um to attend the lighthouse and uh the Hesperus returned to the mainland um so then the northern lighthouse board at the time um released a statement on the 26th of December which was just about 11 days after the like uh, strange occurrence happened like the disappearance um, and they just made a statement basically saying that, um, that the, the lighthouse keepers had disappeared from the island and, like, the clocks were stopped, things like that. Um, poor, they, quote unquote, this is my favorite, poor fellows, they must have been blown over the cliffs or drowned trying to secure a crane. Who, who calls, who calls people poor fellows anymore? Anyways. Mm. I do. Hashtag, um, Poor fellows. hashtag Bryn lives in the 1900s. True. Um, anyway, so on the island, Eileen Moore, um, like the seamen, um, they searched every like, like area of the island, like as much as possible to find a clue to like what happened to the lighthouse keepers and like everything was intact, like, um, at like the east landing which is just like a part of the um like island um but they found um in the west landing uh provided considerable evidence of damage caused by recent storms so obviously the lighthouse was not operating during a storm so it's pretty obvious that storms happen pretty often there um so a box i don't know what kind of box um <laughs> At, at like a hundred feet, a hundred eight feet above sea level, had been sorry I had to burp. <laughs> <laughs> um, had been broken. I had another burp, <laughs> and its contents were like iron railings, and um, it had been like strewn about, like they were all over the place, whatever. Um, and like on top of the cliff more than like 200 feet above sea level turf had been ripped away as far as 33 feet from the cliff edge so like it was a pretty crazy storm like this is clear evidence that it was a pretty crazy storm no it's not <laughs> <laughs> what if they just gaslit everyone it was actually aliens <laughs> we'll get to that Bren <laughs> um so then the Northern Lighthouse Board um, actually opened an investigation on the 29th of December 
um, Robert Muirhead. Um, <laughs> he was the superintendent superintendent of the National or Northern Lighthouse Board. Man, that is a mouthful. Um, he arrived to con. Wow, I feel like I'm really loud. He arrived to conduct the um, official investigation. Um, he had originally recruited all three of the missing men, so like he knew them. He knew their behaviors. He knew that they were going to be loyal. Um, So, you know. Um, So he examined, like, clothing that was left behind and concluded that James Ducat and Thomas Marshall um, had gone down to the Western Landing, which is where all that crazy stuff was found, Um, and that uh, Donald MacArthur, or... Right? Donald? McDonald's? <laughs> That's your last name. <laughs> um, he had left the lighthouse during heavy rain in his short sleeves. Who leaves a, a lighthouse in the heavy rain d- in short sleeves? Not me. Um, anyway, so he noted that whoever left the light on last, um, and on the lighthouse last, um, and unattended was in breach of the Northern Lighthouse board rules, but obviously, dude, like, if these people disappeared, they're obviously in breach. But anyways, but he was like, this is weird. They would never, like, just leave the lighthouse. He knew these people, whatever. Um, And so he said that the damage to the West Landing, which we were just talking about, um, was difficult to believe unless actually seen, which I can believe that because, like, I mean, I guess I can't believe that. Because it was difficult to believe. Anyways. So, uh, but, like, obviously just from my t- short description from it of it, it sounded pretty, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> Aliens. Um, so, um, speculation. So, there's been a lot of theories. Um, in, in, at the time, um, they didn't really know what to think of this. They were just like, oh, okay, these men must have died just, like, and floated off in the water. But, like, no, nobody was ever found, um, like, alive or dead. <laughs> um, so uh, there have been, like, mysterious sights. Um, some people have said that, <laughs> that there were, um, there was a serpent. Um, some had... Some said that they just, like, took a ship and started new lives, which doesn't make sense because some of them had family. Um, I think all of them had family, actually. Um, Some people think that uh, (laughs) there is a malevolent presence of a boat filled with ghosts. Yeah, I believe that Um, one. uh, Yeah, it was the influence of Phantom of the Seven Hunters was widely suspected locally. Um, And then, like, ten years later, the events were still being commemorated and elaborated on. Um, You know, like, people always had their theories throughout the years. Um, Then, later on, um, most most people started to believe that it was aliens. Like, into, like, the 80s and 90s. I believe it. And up until now. (laughs) Aliens. So, obviously, Bren was correct, because aliens are always the... They're always the answers to everything. Yeah. 
Like Sean who- Duhan. <laughs> He's an alien. Stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I have to cut that part out. Mr. Duhan's gonna get really mad. Will he? I don't know. You could just bleep the name. Down. You could just bleep, bleep the name. I feel like a dog bark. <laughs> also. I think it was aliens. I think it was aliens too. Maybe you were there. <laughs> maybe you I, caused maybe it. Maybe I was alive in the 1900s. No, 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 but I think it's likely that these men just died at the worst landing and then they just got eaten up by all little sorts of animals in the sea. I think that could be likely. Like the Loch Ness monster? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that could be likely. But for real, though, it was aliens. Hmm. Well, hmm. for my story, it's a lot more darker than Maggie's. It's a lot more violent. And it's already solved. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers, everyone. For real life. So the case I'm doing today is going to be about Danny Rowling, also known as the Gainesville Ripper. Ah! Who, <laughs> and who is um, infamous for murdering five college students over the span of three days in August of 1990. So before I talk more about that, I'm just going to go in and talk about his backstory. So he was born in 1954 in Shreveport, Louisiana, um, to a 19-year-old mother and his father, who was um, a war veteran for the Korean War. And he struggled with uh, mental illness and post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, He was very controlling. He was violent and just verbally abuse his mom and just everyone around him. Um, and obviously it's a very chaotic, hectic um, household. So Rowling found like um, peace and art and music. And he did that for most of his adolescence. And he also recalled those were times where he just felt very calm. Um, also just as an escape. Um so in 1972, Rowling was kicked out of the Air Force after getting busted for drug possession. He went on to live with his grandfather, and he, and then he started going to church and trying to get his life to be a little bit more stable. He then married a woman named Omather Halko. I probably pronounced that wrong. Um, and he they ended up divorcing. It didn't really work out well. After that, he raped a woman and then went on several armed robberies throughout the southern part of the U.S. leading to his incarceration in Jackson, Georgia in 1979. And then now in the 1980s, um, he was in and out of jail in Alabama and Mississippi for armed robbery. Um, and his time in between jail, he was spent traveling the country, stealing, um, stealing just from, oh my gosh, stealing and forcing himself onto women. <laughs> yeah. And then he went back to Shreveport in November of 1989. Um, and there he was fired from his job. <laughs> um, and then that same night, he broke into 24-year-old Julie Grissom's home and murdered her, her 8-year-old nephew, Sean, and her 55-year-old daughter, Tom. I mean... <laughs> Mother? <clears throat> I'm going to start over. Mommy? Then, sorry. Mommy? Sorry. <laughs> I knew you were talking about. <laughs> then, um, in November of 1989, Rowling was back in Shreveport, and then after he had gotten fired from a job, uh, he broke into 
He broke into a home to murder 24-year-old... He broke into a home to murder 24-year-old Julie Grissom, her 8-year-old nephew Sean, and her 55-year-old father Tom. Um, and after his later, after his killings, Julie was found with bite marks and her body arranged in a vulnerable position within her home. Then that following May, Rowling got into his final argument with his father, which he then pulled out a gun and shot him in the stomach and the head. His father survived. I don't know how. <laughs> um, his father survived, but... He lost uh, an eye and ear and couldn't really use it <laughs> um, before he fled to Kansas and Florida and then arriving in Gainesville. So, now in 1990, he set up a campsite in a wooded area behind the University of Florida in Gainesville. Rowling then embarked on his murder spree um, as students were starting their fall semester. On August 24th, he went into the home of freshman Christina Powell and Sonia Larson and brutally stabbed and raped both of them. Then the following day, he made Santa Fe Community College student Krista Hoyt his next victim, leaving behind her severed head on a shelf to face her body propped up on her bed. Yeah, that's... Mm, I don't like that. Not a good, not a good thing. No. Definitely not a good thing. <laughs> then on August 27th, the killer surfaced again at the home of two 23-year-old students named Manuel... Toboda and Tracy Paulus. Toboda tried to put up a fight before both were overwhelmed, but neither body was mutilated at this time. As Rowling just skipped town, a local task force was assembled to calm this community because obviously they were very, very panicked. <laughs> yep. um, authorities then um, suspected a, st- a University of Florida student who had briefly lived in the same complex as two of the victims and had erratic behavior and at one point was arrested for hitting his own grandmother. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's... Not mm. the grandma. Not the grandma. It's that nose brand. It's so... Ugh. It was soon revealed that the student was battling acute manic depression. However, was there evidence connecting him to the murders? The task force were just back to zero. Meanwhile, the rolling... Oh my god. Meanwhile, the killer they were looking for had already been arrested and put in jail. In September, Rowling had robbed a Winn-Dixie grocery store at Ten Point in Ocala, Florida, <coughs> and was nabbed after crashing the getaway car. It wasn't until early of next year, 1991, when authorities used a tooth extractor from Rowling to link him to the DNA evidence at the Gainesville crime scenes. Then he became a primary suspect. Already facing multiple life sentences for his armed robberies, Rowling was formally charged with the murders of the five Gainesville students in June 1992. Around this time, Rowling began corresponding with journalist Sandra London, who would become his fiance and, and help him put together the making of a serial killer. And while he <laughs> and while he had pleaded not guilty, he used fellow inmate Bobby Lewis as his quote-unquote mouthpiece to confess to the murders. Then in February 1994, just before the start of his trial, Rowling abruptly changed his plea to guilty. To determine the sentence, jurors listened to testimony from his mother, who reca- recounted the d- abuse the defendant had received at the hands of his father, and from a psychiatrist who described Rowling um, having alternate personalities, and that's what drove him to his sadistic acts. Then two other um, psychiatrists claimed that... It- Again, it was just 
severe personality disorder was it played a really big role um but stated their belief that Rowling understood the magnitude of his crimes. The jury unanimously found Rowling guilty of first-degree murder on all five counts in late March, and a month later, he was sentenced to death. His appeals exhausted, Rowling faced execution at Florida State Prison on October 25th of 2006. In his final moments, um, with 47 people crammed into the witness room, with one of his um, one of the songs, a religious hymn, with the refrain, None greater than thee, O Lord, none greater than thee. His microphone... Wait. I'm going to start over. <clears throat> Wait. Yeah, there it is. <clears throat> then, in his final moments, 47 people were crammed within the witness room, and with one of his songs, a religious hymn with a refrain... None greater than thee, O Lord, none greater than thee. His microphone was then cut off, ending a live story as twisted as any that could appear on the big screen. So, um, and also just a quick little fun fact, the movie Scream, like everyone knows that movie, um, the Gainesville Ripper, um, actually inspired one of the screenwriters to make the movie. So, I don't know, that was a... I didn't know that. Cool, sad fact. Uh, Thoughts on this awful, awful man? I hate that they tried to say it was like, oh, it's because there's multiple personalities. Like, sure, like that that played a role in it, maybe. But like, he was still aware of what he did. He obviously knew what he was doing. He it wasn't like a one time thing. <laughs> yeah, it was like a habit he had, and also like they were saying like he was had multiple life sentences for like. Um, his like armed robberies like they should have seen that as a sign yeah like hello <laughs> but um, I don't know I just thought it was kind of cool that Scream was inspired by it and then I read a little bit more about it and like the Scream um, writer it was he was just saying like one night he was in his house and like one of the he was watching I think he was watching like a horror movie and one of the windows were up in his house and he was like huh someone could just like come in and like no sorry he was watching um the news station and it was about like the Gainesville Ripper and then he noticed his window had been open and then he was like huh someone could just like kill me right now someone could just come in my house right now and then he was like oh well time to make a movie <laughs> but I don't know like I know I'm on a true crime podcast but I'm not a big horror person lame I get, lame, I get lame, scared lame, lame. I get scared no 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 I that's no excuse I get scared Are, have you seen Friday the 13th uh uh-uh. uh Okay, we're gonna watch it together sometime. Okay, the only horror movie I've seen is the like twenty seventeen version of it. No, no, that's not <laughs> possible. I mean, sure, okay, it's good, but there are much better things out there. Have you seen The Quiet Place? Mm-mm. A, a Quiet Place. I I've heard it's good it though. It is pretty good. The second part's okay. I like how we've just gotten into horror movies because horror movies are my favorite. You know that? Have you seen Carrie? No, I want to, though. I oh, want to go with her for Halloween, goodness. but I need to watch the movie first. Oh, my God. You haven't even seen the movie. I know. such a fake fan. I know. But I've heard it's good. I heard the 70s version's better. So good. Actually, it's 81, I think. Same thing. Mm, I don't think it is. <laughs> On the, what are some horror movies you're recommending to the all the listeners out there? Um, Most terrifying would definitely be Cabin Fever. Um, it's absolutely terrifying. Also, I watched Paranormal Activity for the first time last, like, October. Mm -hmm. So 
incredibly scary. Really? I didn't think it was going to be that scary. But, like, I like scary movies. Mm-hmm. I'll watch them. Um, <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Yeah, those are my, like, top two recommendations right now. But if you've seen those. What is it even, like, paranormal? And, like, I know they're, like, in a house. And then, like, doesn't it, like, get, like, haunted or something? Yeah, I remember those, like, like, they, like they, security Yeah, they set, up, they set up cameras to catch all these findings. So, like, this, this woman, um, she believes that this, there's this ghost that's been following her and her sister since their family's house burned down, like, a long time ago. I think I'm getting this right. <laughs> but, um, and so then, um, then, like, more things start happening again, up, like, things start happening again. So she convinces her husband and her, like, to get a camera, and they start recording, like, just documenting like what they're saying and then they finally start to catch things on camera Uh and then it like really gets cool like i think it's honestly really cool i think it was really defining for the time um obviously blair witch project is the found film like movie of the century i've never watched it but like i know what it's about because like wasn't the one that came like in like because it's like basically on a true story right <laughs> no, well, like I mean, not like I think story, I but, like, think what the like students like went out to like look for it, not like a thing. No, I don't think so. Oh, well. It might be. I don't know. Listeners, correct us in the comments down below. <laughs> like, subscribe, and hit that bell notification. Stop. No, but like, don't they go out and they're trying to find like what is it? I did like out in the woods and they're like scared. Yeah, and then they get lost because like the map gets wet, but and then like a lot of things start happening and then basically they all end up dying like any horror movie how did they die but see see, that's the thing is that they a lot of people think that it's so it's two boys and a girl does it not show in the movie and it's a found film movie so Mm -hmm. it's more like you get shaky shots of things that are happening yeah but so um it they say that um, like some people theorize that it was the boys who were like setting this up like to to make the girl feel like she's going crazy and then like it, then it just progresses from there. I think it's really good. Um it obviously was the defining Oh, I'm film. I'm I search up I'm really stupid. I think cuz I saw like clips of like when they like filmed it to make it look like a documentary kind of thing. Yeah. I thought it was real. You thought that? Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought, but I didn't want to call you stupid. It's okay. Mm, Bryn's not stupid. What even, like, is, like, Blair Witch? It's, is it, like, a little, like, house in the woods or something? Cause, like, that's yeah, like, Blair Witch is, like, the, like, local witch in, like, the town. I think you should watch it. It's really interesting. We'll watch We'll watch that, and then Friday the 13th. We'll watch it for October for Halloween. God, I get scared so easily. Mm, grow a pair <laughs> no <laughs> i like i don't know like i don't know i guess like dolls are fine actually no no i, I hate dolls yeah i worked at a haunted house like i volunteered there for a bit and there was this doll room and i was like oh i'll be fine i got in all the makeup and like the costume and everything and i finally got up there and it was literally like two minutes before we opened and i had a panic attack because of how scary that room was and i could not be in it it was horrifying oh my dolls God. are so scary yeah you remember like the whole trend with annabelle yes like, like she got out of her case like, yes her case also i don't like 
like demons and all that's like fine but i don't like like possession like that like when they make them look all creepy that scares me yeah i mean that's okay for me i just I've think s- that i've like, seen the i've i don't know if i've watched the whole thing but i've seen the omen the omen have you seen that i've not seen that though it's from like the 70s it's about like i'm probably getting this wrong but it's like this couple and i don't think like they can like have kids or something so i think mm-hmm. she like adopts a child but he ends up being like the son of the devil oh wow and his because i know his name's like damien and he's like i don't know how old he is but he's like pretty young and like because i remember seeing the scene it was really funny because like they live like in this like huge like mansion mm-hmm. um because they're super rich and he like tried to like kill the mom no she's pregnant yeah i mm-hmm. think she gets pregnant and then he like tries to kill her it's oh really funny because he's like he has to be like five or less uh-huh and it was really funny though this october we're gonna watch all the classics or i remember seeing, i think he like went into like the church and they were like oh we're gonna yeah. watch all the classics from Mm-mm. like the 70s and 80s like what um friday 13th poltergeist um oh i think Scream. i've seen i think i've seen part of poltergeist poltergeist is good it's not like they move into the house and like there's like a there's like a cemetery like the house is like, like built on a cemetery yes it's the classic like oh it was built on an indian burrow burial ground i remember seeing the scene where she opens the closet and then it's like flash and it's like wind blowing or something yeah 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 so there's like a clown toy or something yeah 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 this isn't even a horror movie but i love beetlejuice what so random it's halloween-ish what other classics are we watching um this is for everyone out there too i i i want you to try and watch all the classics okay this october um let's see so scream friday september so one more month yeah (laughs) (laughs) so you can prepare yourself Get your anxiety medication. Um, Scream, Friday the 13th, Poltergeist. Uh, what else? What else is a good classic? I, I don't know. I just feel like the classics are the classics. Let, hold on. Let me let me pull up a list because my mom and I watched um, all of, like, the classics. Um, okay. Nightmare on Elm Street. Ooh, such a classic. I've never seen that movie. Cabin in the Woods. Not very classic, but um, very funny. I think that's a great Halloween or, like, scary, funny movie. Funny? Yeah, you'll see. Um, uh, what else? You know, E.T. used to scare me when I was little. I was going to say, that's not a horror movie. <laughs> I, I know, I'm looking at this list. Halloween. Never seen Halloween. Oh, my God. It's I've really seen, good, too. I like too. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> um... Jeepers Creepers. Never heard of that. No, I have heard of it. I just don't know what it's about. Yeah, like, no one really knows that one. I wouldn't say it's a classic, but it's a classic. Pet Cemetery, the original one. Oh, I know what that's about. Uh-huh. And Wait, kind of. Maybe? Isn't it, like, the pets or something? Yeah, like, the pets are coming back to life because you, 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 there's, like, a cemetery nearby and this, this, their cat dies. They're, so they bury the cat and then the cat comes back to life and then... It, but it's like demented like it's demented you know yeah, cats- i remember my mom saying like she watched a long time ago and she did not yeah. <laughs> like it and then spoiler alert i don't know if it's really a spoiler because it's in the trailer but like <laughs> the little kid dies and then they bury him and then he comes back to life and it's crazy crazy <laughs> what other movies cujo we gotta watch cujo all we Is gotta a watch scary movie yeah, we gotta watch all the Stephen King ones. I heard Misery's good. I don't know what Misery is. I, if I'm correct, it's, I guess it's, like, not really horror, but I guess it's, like, 
I don't know. It's definitely not like happy. <laughs> but I think it's about like it's this like um author and I think he gets like in a car accident or something. Uh-huh. And then this like I think it's like a crazed like fan and she like takes him in and like heals him but she like holds him like hostage basically like like torture, I think. Something that's good that if I show you my queen Kathy Bates is in it. <laughs> oh my god, Kathy Bates. I uh-huh. love her. It's from like the nineties, I'm pretty sure. American horror story. Yes. I got scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but something okay this is what i did mainly because i watched it as a child but this is what i did to build oops to build up my like fear for like horror movies is i would watch a whole bunch of law and order law and order svu law and order the original series law and order like all of them so those weren't scary no but the crimes are I don't know what what do people not like about scary movies? I guess I don't really know that. <laughs> I don't like I I don't know. I guess it just like I don't I don't jump know. scares. No, I mean like yeah, those like freak me out, but like I don't know. Um. Okay, it'll be a while. I just until think we about watch. it for a long time. I think it'll it'll be a while until we watch Cabin Fever. Because <laughs> Cabin Fever is really scary. What is it about? Um. These people they go to a cabin, obviously, and then strange like dead animals start popping up and they have like this weird substance like they're kind of like melted like they're disintegrated um yeah yeah it's really gross but it's a really good movie so i haven't seen it in a while we're not watching it (laughs) i know but poltergeist is good yes we'll watch poltergeist friday 13th is not that scary anymore it's just like slasher yeah interesting but friday 13th isn't that scary anymore um just because it's like so dated but it was like the defining movie for mm. all of like like scream um i haven't seen scream i've seen the opening scene you should though. you should it's really good i really like the ending <laughs> no spoilers here i know what it is but i'm not gonna say it why would we why why would we care about spoilers when it's literally been out for like i still like it's like her boyfriend ends up being the killer or something well it's two people oh yeah one so that's like the guy that plays shaggy <laughs> do you remember yeah, do you yeah. remember those movies are so good the scooby-doo they movies. are they really are and they weren't able to make uh velma and daphne gay <laughs> okay i think that wraps it up for today's episode thank you so much guys for listening and tune in next week <laughs>